For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America, this is Old School. Sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task. That's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass. It was tipped. It's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5. He'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. What up, people? We are here. It's game week. It's already been game week, but uh, we got a special guest. I appreciate uh, Look, when you meet, meet people um, and they have something in common, because, you know, like we both had dads that played and stuff like that. Uh, but when you meet good brothers in this industry, because they're hard to come by, you want to have them on. Plus, we have a running bet every year. I probably owe him probably two or three dinners. But I want to welcome Ron Johnson on here for your former gopher. Uh, former Raven, I think, right? And uh, host, yeah. host of the Ron Johnson Show on Locked On Minnesota, uh, plus many other things. He's on Fox uh, 9 in Minnesota, K-Fan, and he hosts the Vikings Game Day Live and Gopher, Gophers pregame show. So he'll be out there, you Nebraska fans. Go ahead and give him some the business. But I thought Ron would be really good to come in and talk to us about the game um, from his expertise and then also shed some light for the Nebraska fans what possibly – they could expect so i want to welcome ron uh to the ticket how you doing my brother i'm good how's it going we hanging in there man you know everybody listen you guys are steady eddie up there uh you know rinse and repeat with pj up there we got this is probably i mean i think it's the third head coach since i really met you you know what i'm saying that that right. you know that we're going over um and then obviously you guys have obviously played you know thursday game night or thursday night games pretty well um, but I think, you know, I really want to ask you this with losing Mo and then also Morgan, two stalwarts in the program. And I feel Mo was kind of like the tempo setter. I always say from a defensive perspective, having him on, on the team gives you a lot of confidence. What's the vibe been like when you lose a such a, a stalwart in, in, in pretty much a, a figurehead in that program to the NFL? How's it been replacing him and has it changed the offensive philosophy? Uh, I, I think slightly. Uh, when you when you lose a guy like Mo Ibrahim, uh, and, and it goes way back. I mean, yeah. This has happened on and off for the Gophers for years. I mean, right. You go back to the Marion Barber, Lawrence Maroney days, and then you fast forward to Eric Decker yep. with uh, Matt Spate. It became a passing team a little bit more with Decker, Ernie Wilwright, um, and then you fast forward and you have some more guys come in, and then you fast forward and you go to Tyler Johnson and Rashad Bateman, and they were a running te- or a passing team. Right. So what P.J. Fleck has always done, and I think he's done a good job of it, and not just P.J., but go right. for football as a whole, is they're going to put their stars in a position to win. And so I think what P.J. is going to do is try to find guys, because he says, I want a balanced offense. But that doesn't mean 50-50 run pass. It just means I might run the ball 30 times, pass it 70 times, but you'll notice my stats are going to be pretty close. And if I have a hot hand, I'm going to go with it. And I think that's what we saw Rashad Bateman and Tyler Johnson and Terry right. Morgan that year. And then – those guys depart, and he goes more to Mo and runs the ball 50 times a game. 
Uh, so, yeah, it's going to be tough to replace Mo. It's definitely not doable. I would say with one guy, you're going to see a bevy of backs uh, for the for the Gophers, and they're going to have different ways to run the ball. They're going to you're going to see some receivers actually doing some jet sweeps. Right. Uh, and then for as far as Tanner Morgan, I mean, honestly, PJ Flag has never coached a game without Tanner Morgan as right. as his quarterback or in his <laughs> in his building. Yeah. And so now you have a guy in Ethan Kalik Manis taking over. Uh, he has the arm talent though of an NFL quarterback, six four. Uh, looks like an NFL kind of body guy. Kind of reminds me of Jared Goff a little bit when yeah. you watch his motions and his movement. Uh, runs a little bit better than Jared Goff, but he definitely has the same kind of arm motion, and you guys will see that on Thursday night. Um, but that's, that's I think, where, where P.J. loves this Ethan Kellick Manis is. Now with a guy like Corey Crooms, Elijah Spencer, Daniel Jackson, you got Chris Hartman Bell back for a seventh season. you got Brevin Span Ford, who's one of the top, you know, he'll be one yeah. of the top three to four tight ends to come off the board for the NFL draft. Tanner will be able to throw the ball. Or sorry, not Tanner, but uh, Ethan will have a lot of weapons to throw the ball. And I think it's gonna you're going to see a little bit more like that year with Tyler and Rashad. You're going to see a little bit more hitch and slant, spread the ball out, quick stuff, you know, get Ethan warmed up, and then every once in a while take a shot. Ron, you know, I think one of the things that goes like unnoticed about the Gophers, obviously you talk about the running backs uh, that have been, uh, you know, a bevy of them, first-round picks to, you know, obviously stalwarts in the NFL – it has been the offensive line been overlooked, you know, as far as how consistent. And I feel like one of the best in the nation. Now they lost the big man in the middle to center. They lost a couple other guys a year before. How's that offensive line going to be? I know they're pretty, they're old and school wise, right? You know, as far as years on the team, but not in experience. Has that been a good, you know, outcome? Have you, have you heard so much in camp or is it kind of work in progress? Yeah, you know, we host the P.J. Flex show uh, every Tuesday, Wednesday on Fox. And so when you when you get a chance to talk to P.J. off camera, that's when I think I get the best out of him. Right. And some of the things he said about this offensive line, one, Ursary, you're going to see him, uh, Ariante Ursary, you're going right. to see him, number 69. I mean, he's a giant of a man, 6'6", 300-plus pounds. You know, and he moves well. And then you got a guy on the other side in Quinn Carroll who transferred from Notre Dame. So, again, not a lot of gopher snaps, you know, because he right. played last year. But, you know, he, he has been in college for a while. Uh, a deal where a lot of these fifth-year guys are actually play have played for five years or they're right. a third-year guy – or, sorry, going to be a third-year guy with three years eligibility left. Right. So you're going to see that with this offensive line. You'll see Quinn Carroll, you know, I think all week they tried him at guard, both sides they tried him at tackle. Um, I think they're going to put him in the best position for this offense, which I think is going to be tackle. You have Quinn Carroll on one side and uh, Ariante Ursary on the other. Um, but when you when you think about where the the heart of this offense is going to hurt a little bit early on, it's going to be John Michael. Schmitt. He's going to be the starting center, and that's the thing. It's crazy. Like he's the starting center for the New York Giants in the NFL, right? And it's been quiet. Why? And you know this, man. He's offensive lineman. Like, yeah. It's not a sexy position in the NFL to be like, oh, he started. Like, if it was a quarterback or a running back or receiver from Minnesota or Nebraska, everybody would be talking about, oh, he's starting as a rookie. But when you're a center, it's just like, hey, look, come in here, block, let's keep Daniel Jones upright. So, yeah, it's going to be hard to replace a guy like that. I mean, that's the guy that's going to get a doctorate at some point. Right. Uh, been in school for a long time as well. Uh, really good. And what he did great for, like, Manis last year, had to come in a little bit when Tanner Morgan had concussion issues and hurt. He was able to help, and you know this, change yep. the protection. When you see a linebacker walk up, you don't have to have your young quarterback change the protection. Your center, who's been there forever, can kind of help you out and talk to his other offensive linemen and point out the mic. Hey, hey, this guy's not really coming. We don't have to worry about him. 
hey, I have number 52, I got 54, you take 16 and 30. Right. You know, like that's where you're going to see a little bit from John Michael Schmidt missing. Right. But P.J. Fleck is smart enough. They do check with me. Mm-hmm. They're going to just rely on check with me a little bit more where you're going to see Matt Simon control that conversation a little bit more between him and the whole offense versus letting a guy like Tanner Morgan, who is a little bit you know older, could handle some of that stuff a little bit better. You're going to see a lot more check with me with this offense now early on for the young guys. You know, Ron, I think one of the the big things that P.J. Fleck does is obviously when they go in the portal, I think they're very choosy. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but, you know, he chose to get somebody, a running back from Western Michigan and Sean Tyler. Talk about the, you know, the uh, impact on getting him. Obviously, a thousand-yard rusher, I think, twice up there, coming into an offense where he's going to get, you know, enough looks that he's going to be able to, you know, obviously be productive. But talk about the impact uh, of getting a guy that's done it before and fitting into that go-for-run system because it's very – from a defensive perspective, I feel it's very unique, but it's so consistent, and it seems easy to teach, but it's not easy to execute because you have to be a really good and smart running back. Yeah, so uh, think about, you know, P.J. Fleck. It's not only the running back, but he also – Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com slash audio. Uh, he's smart about who he brings in. You know, like when you're bringing a guy in, you don't want to bring a guy in that's not going to fit within your culture, which means, you know, forget about me, I love you. So first, he's bringing in guys that are family first guys, meaning they're about the team, they're not about themselves. And so, but the the key is having a running back who's had vision in real game situations. Now, the Big Ten is a lot different. Uh, You know, that's a lot more brutal than than some of these other conferences. Um, But you do have a guy that's played in some games Lucky Irvin, who left the Gophers, went to Oregon. Nothing changed. He went out to Oregon and killed it. Right. So I think that and, – and, and that could be like, hey, wait a minute. In the Big Ten, he was just an average back. He goes to the Pac-10, and he's a beast. And now, which is funny, he's back in the Big Ten. Yeah. So Bucky Irvin left the Big Ten, and now he's back. And, you know, I don't know if he'll stay for another two years, but if he does, it's his old team, the Gophers. But – when you bring in a transfer back like Oregon did with Bucky, I think that's the thing you're looking for. You're looking for a guy that can come in right away, be a voice in that room. They can say, hey, look, I've been here. I've done this. And he can also be an outlet you know, as far as in the passing game because when you pass, your running back one has to be able to scan, understand who he's blocking, You know, where, where's, my, where's my combo block, who am I chipping. And then second, hey, if everybody's picked up, I'm going to release because if the receivers are covered, I have to be able to get the ball. And, I mean, you look at guys like Jonathan Taylor, Josh Jacobs, Dalvin Cook even – those are the type of running backs that change from a passing perspective as well. Right. And I think that's where Ethan Kallick man is. When you look at uh, the running back and the tight end position for Ethan, I think forward, those two guys are going to be really big outlets early on for uh, Ethan. Ron, before we get you out of here, one more question. And, and from a defensive perspective, I always try to see who the coordinator is, right? And just be, you know, because you kind of maybe try to get a, you know, a playbook on what they've done before. One thing kind of went under the radar with all the Big Ten news, you know, coming out throughout since, you know, the turn of the new year is Minnesota having uh, co-offensive coordinators and Matt Simon and Greg Harbaugh Jr. From your perspective as a wide receiver or what you have heard or maybe you've seen, 
how has that transition been? Because I think if, if it's not handled right, which I think PJ Fleck probably didn't make the decision without obviously abreasting them how the pecking order would go. But in your opinion, uh, how has the transition been? And, uh, you know, could it affect what they're doing uh, on the field in a, in a pressure situation? Well, if you go back to some bowl games, Matt Simon's called games before. Right. Uh, in absence of guys. So I think the thing about Simon is he's going to be able to uh, call the plays. I think Harbaugh Jr. And I, I don't think they fully – like, this is the thing about P.J., man. Like, he doesn't just pick one way to do stuff and then goes with it forever. Right. Like, he's going to go with, like, hey, here's how we're going to do it this week. If it doesn't work, hey, let's try it this week. But I think right out the gate you're going to see a lot of the Matt Simon because, again, he he's called done. one of the better games. Statement. And uh, he's had experience there. We know Matt Simon because I've asked him, do you want to be an offensive coordinator? Because that's happened a couple times where everybody thought he'd get it, and then you bring Kurt Scirocco back. You thought right. he'd get it, then they give it to somebody else. And so I think Matt Simon, is this is his audition, to say, hey, I'm going to give you the keys to the kingdom. You call some plays. What Harbaugh does, too, though, it gives you another ear and another voice as far as in the run game. And, hey, when is a good time to do this? When, what does your quarterback want to do here? What does your tight end or running back want to do here? And I think that's the other key is it takes a little bit off of Matt Simon's plate where he's going to pretty much put the game plan together. But it's a group effort. We know this is P.J.'s offense as well, so P.J. Right. is going to be in it a little bit. It's going to be a, it's going to be a little bit of Kirk Sharaka, but with the difference in Matt Simon, I think we're going to see is tight end usage. That was the one thing that always felt like was underutilized was a guy like Brevin Spanford. Brevin Spanford doesn't come back for a fifth, sixth year without some kind of like, hey, here's what, what offense is going to look like. Right. We're not going to underutilize you. I expect this kid to have 50 catches, 500 yards, and five touchdowns at minimum. Because when you think about all-American status, NFL draft pick, you don't have a tight end come back without type of like nod from the potential offensive coordinators and the head coach of P.J. Flex saying, look, and you don't get two guys to transfer in right. as well without saying, hey, this is what, as far as receivers go, this is what our offense potentially can look like. And that's why you saw an exodus of guys like Michael Brown-Stevens because they just realized, like, look, you bring in these, these thoroughbreds, these studs at receiver, you already got Chris Hoffman Bell coming back from seventh year. Here's kind of what this offense can look like. And Matt Simon, I'm going to give you the keys. And so I, I think it's going to be a fine transition. I, I think we're going to, you're not going to see much change. You're just going to see some of the usages of what we thought in the past right. change a little bit. And some of the philosophy as far as Tanner Morgan wasn't a guy in the read option that would keep the ball. Ethan Kallick, man, is if you're a DN or you're setting the edge, you can't crash on that running back in the read option. you got to honor Ethan Kallick, man, and I think you're going to see a philosophy change there too where Tanner was always more so, let me just hand this ball off. If not, I'm going to pass it. Ethan's going to hand it off, pass it, or run the ball, and he can really run. And I think that's where we're going to see a, a huge philosophy shift this year with emphasis on, hey, keep the ball. Because if you can force these DNs to stay out, now that run lane for that running back is even wider. There it is, man. We appreciate you, Ryan. We know you got to go to the uh, the Vikings and get that uh, roster re reveal going on. I appreciate you, my brother. I'm not making it no. up this year, but I'm be looking for you on the sidelines, Husker fans. You want to follow him? It's the number three, Ron Johnson, on X, not Twitter anymore. We appreciate it, man. And I'll be hollering at you after the game. May the best team win, right? <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey. I'm always for a good game. I'm looking forward to hearing about Matt Rule and. And what he does, I know Scott Frost will be missed. I love Scott Frost. He was the best thing 
that ever happened to the University of Minnesota. Um, he <laughs> Come on, right. win. So I was wondering where you were going with that. I was about to hit you up there, Ryan. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, man, but I hear you, man. I, I got you, right? You loved it, man. I'm telling you, he was PJ Flex's uh, best friend as well, man. But I'm going to holler at you, my brother, and uh, safe travels. Good one. All right. There it is, Ron. You know, he gave a lot of good insight, Strick, uh, on one of the two coordinators, but into the program. I mean, he was a he was an All Big Ten receiver. Yeah, his dad played in the, in the played for Pittsburgh. Uh, he played in the NFL as well. Good dude gets has a real good insight of it because he does a professional up there in the pro, so he can kind of mix and match. Um, but it's interesting to see that they that they talked about how PJ Fleck looks at the transfer portal. Yeah, very picky and choosy. He wants guys that have played. So you're coming here. I just need you to do what you've been doing. It's going to be a little bit harder, but this is how you fit into our offense in, in this particular case, and this is what we need. Being choosy versus being chosen is a very interesting perspective. I would have to agree. And one of the things as I looked at this this matchup that's coming right. up is the underutilization of the tight end position. Right. And I figured that that was an area where they were – so when he right. said that, it confirmed yeah. – some of the things that I'd been hearing and, and yeah. understanding about that position for them. So um, it, it can make them more dangerous right. if they're running game. And then Calic Manis has been one that was our nemesis when we, when we played, we him, played him. Yeah. He was the one that literally they probably beat us. Yeah. yeah, you know, so it's not going to be an easy one. It's going to be one that uh, it's going to require a lot of discipline, a lot of, um, you know, knowing where your eyes are supposed to be right. and, and being where you're supposed to be. Um, in help or in, you know, not giving up cutbacks and standing strong in gaps and making right. sure that, you yeah. know, you just don't allow things they're to break down. They're going to test you. They're going to test think, you. I think the one thing we'll, we'll, before we go to break is that comes out of that is that with this offense and the quarterback, they're not going to only test you sideways. They're going to test you vertical now yep. in all three levels, right? They're yep. going to try to run it at you. They can hit you with the short area passing game with the tight end. Talked about Altman Bell, and they talked about thoroughbreds yep. bringing in. That's letting you know they can test you deep, take the top off. So everybody's got to be on point. But it starts and stops by stopping the run, run and hitting the quarterback. Yep. Uh, I appreciate Ryan coming on. We're going to go to break. Uh, Jay Foreman and Austin, I think DP's around. This is Old School. We'll be right back. You're listening to Old School with DP and Jay. Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.